So Kenobi episode four, um, oh. which premiered Wednesday, um, <clears throat> is the latest Kenobi. episode. Uh, Kenobi. <laughs> um, it is the latest episode um, of the new Disney Plus series based on the legacy character of mm. Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, so in this episode, it takes you know uh, follows up what we saw in the latest episode, uh, which was Princess Leia captured again. Um, she got captured again. Um, you know what are, the, what are the odds of that getting kidnapped? She gets, she, she gets kidnapped more than Moku fucking Yugi. Yeah. Uh, what are the odds of getting kidnapped within the span of like what a week, a few days? Like, what are the odds of that? Uh, but it, it it happened again. Um, so then they have to kind of mount a rescue. Uh, Kenobi um, and mm-hmm. I forgot what's her name again. The character's name from Game of Thrones. Oh, Kenobi and uh, Tala. Tala. So they have to mount a rescue to go uh-huh. and uh, rescue from the Empire base. Um, yep, from uh, Fortress Inquisitoris, who uh, a place you might remember if you played a uh, Jedi. Oh, okay. So yeah, I saw some people mm-hmm. remark that on Twitter about you know yeah yeah that's where there. that's where the the entire last mission of that game game takes place. Ah, okay. Um, so with this episode, um, I'll say right off the bat, um, I think this is the worst episode of the series so far. Um, and this is yeah. coming from a guy I was uh, pretty high on the first three episodes. So, well, yeah, I guess I was pretty mm-hmm. high on the first three episodes to say. I really, really enjoyed episode three. Um, I thought episode three was the best um, of the series. And then to follow the, to follow it up with this episode, which is just such a nosedive mm. in every way possible, um, is really disappointing mm. um, with this. Um, and yeah, and, and you know, this, uh, this, ser- this miniseries is six goddamn episodes. You should not have time for filler. Mm, yep, and yeah. that's what this episode feels like. This, I feel like we were promised like a deep dive into the character of Obi Wan Kenobi after the events of Revenge of the Sith, and the way he ended Episode Three, this was basically teeing up for that. Mm. Yeah, um, and for what this episode sets up for next, it's like for the next one, it's like you could have done that in a much simpler way. Um, you yeah. know, a, a thousand probably other yeah, ways it, in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there was a way to get to where where this episode leads to, without having what happens in this one. Yeah. Um. So they with Paula, uh, he ends up you know kind of going there with her to infiltrate the Empire base in order to rescue her. Um. Also with this, you see kind of uh, also another kind of surprise. Uh. Well. Not surprised because you knew he was going to be in it, but uh, another kind of celebrity cameo coming in here, O'Shea Jackson, who shows up um, in this episode. Um, who O'Shea Jackson has a nice little acting career. Um, I loved him in the Aubrey Plaza movie. Uh, what was that called? Um, oh, Ingrid Goes West. Ingrid Goes West. I loved him in that movie. I thought he was yeah, very, very he good in that. Great in that. He's great playing his father in Straight Out of Compton. Yeah. Uh, oh, what's his name? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, even in that movie, even in that movie, Dennis Thieves, which is just diet heat, he's really good in. Yeah. Um, and when he shows up, I don't know. It's just something about it. Like when these other actors kind of show up in these things, 
they're just not the strongest, I don't think. And here, I think he's hmm. decent, but I don't think he's that good. Not as good as I've seen him before. I mean, he had a very limited role here. I mean, it's only like a little screen time he had. But it seemed like he wasn't that strong. And the same thing I felt about um, Safty when he was on the first episode of Kenobi, where he kind of came in. And we know how good he can be. He's very good, I thought, in um, that movie uh, Licorice Pizza, and he was also very good mm. in, uh, in uh, Good Time with Robert Pattinson, which is a movie he also directed. Um, so I, I was kind of very surprised. Like he, A lot of his dialogue and stuff felt very, very stilted and everything, and that's kind of how it feels mm-hmm. in this episode. Um, just kind of personified a lot of the bad problems kind of with the series. It was kind of amplified a lot of the kind of some of the bad writing, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the kind of the bad, uh, you know, kind mm-hmm. of action here kind of going on um, and kind of just, uh, you know, just the the kind of terribleness of some of the kind of the, the scenes between the actors and the way some things are shot and kind of has that very, like I said, fan film kind of nature to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Uh, agree a hundred percent uh i think uh, even though even though i do see all those problems with the first like some of the some of the dialogue is eh, some of the acting choices from some of the cast is are questionable but i thought the the acting from the core cast at least from ewan mcgregor and uh and uh the the girl who plays uh princess leia I thought they they were like the best parts about it, and I could overlook a lot of the, a lot of what was wrong. Here, I don't think that's the case. I think everybody, I think everybody on this uh, when they were shooting this knew that this was kind of filler, so they were mm. like, eh, "Fuck it." Yeah. Uh, Dusk. Um. It's a, it's the same thing I was saying last time, episode three. Uh, well, I appreciate them using a, a Jedi or a reference to other Star Wars canon <laughs> from games, other stuff. That doesn't save this from being extra filler. If I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest, this whole show feels like filler. It doesn't <laughs> need to be... Everything they bring up doesn't exactly change anything. In any ways, it actually alters stuff significantly and changes <laughs> things up quite a bit. So the new characters here, I'm not entirely impressed tala is like the only one i'm like okay she should have been here from the beginning we should like Mm. there's a bit more time with that character that could have been kind of interesting i'm kind of i'm i'm getting to the point where i'm getting bored with the fact that they've such depowered obi-wan so much to the point Mm. where it's like all right man like you got two more episodes left and you've got another couple of years to get back to the way you should be as elegant and, and what you've and, also set him up yeah and and that feels like a missed opportunity from the show because the first three episodes mm-hmm. we're set up with a a broken obi-wan kenobi a guy who is haunted by um yeah. by the events of the clone wars and the events of the Revenge of the sith and you had him at his lowest after seeing what became of Anakin Skywalker in the last episode and being tortured by him, at least that briefly. And here you could have set it up as like this return to form for Obi-Wan as like this, this new call to action to, to get back to who he once was. And I thought that's what they were going for here. Right. But there's just that little bit of oomph missing. Even yeah. even in a scene I liked, where it's like the power's out in that like prison holding cell that Leia's in, and it's only lit in by uh, the lightsaber, and I thought that visually looked really cool. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. He, he snuck up on those stormtroopers. Yeah, that guy. Stormtroopers, mm-hmm. by the way, are just so fucking useless. They got to be <laughs> useless soldiers in any hey, fictitious so, yeah, army. But, yeah, but yeah, but also, Josh, you're also in the army. Yeah, most infantry are basically like that. <laughs> I'm not infantry. <laughs> I do a, do a totally different <laughs> job. I'm not fucking infantry. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, believe me, I, I'm I'm in the navy, and I have seen just like normal everyday everyday uh, enlisted shoot. Mm. That is not all that. All, that is not all that uh, uh, wrong with how the stormtroopers aim. Yeah. But just like you know, and that's kind of been a thing. And like I, you know, you know, th- them even sneaking on to this Empire base. It's like I know that's a yeah. common thing in Star Wars, where they mm-hmm. a lot of characters sneak onto a base. It's easy to get on and easy to get off. Yeah, but like, yeah, but uh, this is like the Inquisitor base. Yeah, it should have been a lot harder to get onto the base and rescue Leia. But also, usually when to... they do so, there's actually good tricks, or they use something they have to find a way to mm. kind of work with it. This it's like, oh, bad credentials. I'm going to intimidate my way through, and you're like, Inquisitor base, dude. Yeah, Inquisitor base. All yeah, and yeah, and yeah, and Javon uh, just commented, I'm surprised they brought Hayden Christensen back because he's at all like in one scene of the show. I'm not. I don't know if he's like in the actual Darth Vader suit, but this is he's actually like not. where you. Sh- this is where you should have had the flashbacks episode. This is where you should have had mm. Clone Wars flashback. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, th- that's just the thing with kind of a lot of this. Like them, you know, like you said, old trope of her, how she gets onto the base of kind of bullying her way onto the base. It's like you go into kind of any government facility. I so say you can't just bully your way on there you know just because say well you do you know who i am it's like well your conditions say you're not supposed to be here so what you want me to do you know what i mean talk to yeah you can go talk to my boss if you want to i mean you know hey talk to palpatine yeah you know what i mean you could talk to my superior and my superior above them if it's an issue and then hey we'll rectify it i mean just the fact that she's able just to do that just because like well uh, you know like i'll tell you it makes the empire look stupider even in the original star wars the empire wasn't stupid they were just a bit more clever. They knew, like, uh, they knew the ways out. Uh, Han Solo was a smuggler. He had ability to smuggle. They got people to come on board. They took their costumes. There's actually a kind of clever moment where they're like, why don't you have your radio sets? Looks up. Points. Ah, okay. There are, something's wrong with their radios. That's why they can't communicate. They mm. can hear them, but we can't respond. Mm. That occasionally happens. Totally understandable. They take advantage of that. They, they take advantage of routine. This doesn't take advantage of routine. This just treats characters stupid and ignores chain of command. Yeah. Um, and, and that's really dumb, you know, and then mm. them even getting out. I mean, again, it goes to you knew that last minute save is going to kind of come in and, and save yeah. them. Um, you knew that was going to happen. That's a, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know if they think like, well, you know, Star Wars is known for doing a lot of these classic old tropes. So that's what people like. They like a lot of that, you know, old tropey mm. type stuff. Uh, but it just it just comes off as like again you already have not that much tension because Kenobi and Princess Leia you know nothing's gonna happen to them, but mm. you know you you could have at least I think killed uh, the um, the uh, Paula character the Palma character you could have yeah. killed her I thought at least that would have given it some real tension here or some Oof. real stakes if you know her life was was you know uh, in danger or she was captured right. or you know something like that that would have kind of given it something there um the interrogation stuff with reva and princess leia i think was some of the worst um that was the, embarrassing 
just, I just think those two actors, I mean, didn't know how to play off each other at all. Um, I thought the, the dialogue in that scene was, I thought, the worst. Um, you know, the, the way she was trying to, you know, kind of manipulate her, it's like, wasn't very, you know, wasn't good at all. No. And then even when she goes to try to torture her, it's like, okay, are you going to do it or not? Are you going to do it or not? I mean, come on, what's up? I mean, shit will get off the pot. I mean, I mean, what are we doing here? You know, constantly saying like, oh, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You're going to make me do it. Uh, I mean, you want me to do this? I, I'm going to do it. It's like, okay, well, I mean, at this point, I mean, it seems like, yeah, do it. I mean, you know. Come on, um, when did you like that? Um, like, with, with those characters dead, like when you saw that hallway of like all these other, they're all dead. Okay, they're all dead. They're just okay. So they're just trophies. Okay, because I thought were they kind of so they're not. So they're not just trophies. Uh, the reason why they're keeping them in amber, this is something that's not brought up. Uh, but the lightsaber colors have a somewhat meaning. Depends on the tying of yourself to the force, what kind of position you are. Uh, what kind of a Jedi or what kind of techniques you use. Uh, Amber is actually one of the most pure versions of a light crystal. It's a very rare one, but it shows that someone's imbuement to the Force. To the point where actually, there's no actually closer representation to you of the Force by using an Amber lightsaber. It's very similar to the color yellow, but it's an orange, but it's it's a it's a clear, the color like that, it's a mix between the two. To the point where, if we actually go to the dark side, your lightsaber no longer works mm. the, because the crystal recognizes it and it, it gets darker and darker to the point where, oh, it just doesn't even work if you go full to the dark side. It's a way of preserving life and force. So it's, it's, like, their, it's like their bodies are dead, but they're not allowing them the opportunity to kind of fully be absorbed into the force. It's like a, a torture almost, oh. a way to acu acu accumulate their... Uh, their natural force, not allow it to be recycled, so to speak. Okay, well, that's interesting. That's actually pretty horrifying. Actually, I mean, that's that is pretty horrifying. And the and the yeah. series just the series just yeah. like snaps and, fingers and done. We're not going to go into that. Yeah, that's horrifying. And that is brilliant. Yeah, that's actually it's brilliant. It's actually quite smart. That's something that Star Wars books have actually brought up, and it's interesting ideas. And it's there for like a scene, and then they're going more into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you explain like that, yeah, that is very horrifying. That's you know very good. I wish they went into depth of that because I was kind of like, are they yeah yeah frozen yeah. or what? The or problem. Yeah. yeah, the problem. Where did I hear that from? Not the fucking show. Yeah. No, yeah. no I had to because I happened to make a guess and I know a little bit more, and so I can be mm -hmm. like, no, that's probably what they're doing. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I wonder if we're gonna if he's gonna dig more into this, and would also explain where the Inquisitors get some of their force ability mm -hmm. doesn't get recycled so they can just be like ah well we're just going to study them and get whatever force that we need to we may not may not be because uh, inquisitors aren't necessarily there some of them are jedi that got tortured and brainwashed to becoming it but some of them are mm -hmm. just those that took force abilities or are able to take it and use it as their own so depending on it it just really depends yeah. They're really nefarious means, and only someone like Darth Sidious, aka the Emperor, would be willing to go that far for ext extravagantly, that cruel <laughs> to mess with it. Even though they're Sith, didn't mess with the with the cosmic, so to speak, the circle. They didn't mess with the uh, oh, oh, let's not mess too much with it, because that's where we get our power too. Hmm. Yeah. Sidious well, didn't care. He just wanted full control. Yeah. Uh, oh. 
unlimited <laughs> power. Pretty much, yeah. He wants unlimited power. Yeah. Um, to to say something maybe slightly positive about you know this episode, sure. if I can find something. Um, like I said, like Nick was mentioning, that scene in the uh, the like the torture room um, where he kind of killed those two stormtroopers, I thought was okay. I thought that was fine. Um, the scene where you know he's fighting those other stormtroopers in the hallway hallway fight. They got some hallway fights in here. Um, they love the hallways. Um, so th- when he was kind of holding, Disney's starting to love them hallway fights. Yeah, um, you see him kind of fighting the other stormtroopers, de- deflecting it. You know, to me, with the lightsaber, their blasters, um, also fighting that other... What's that droid's name? The one that rolls... Uh, what's that called? Blaster droid or... BB-8? No, no, the uh, the battle droid. The one that... Uh, oh. Uh, you know, the one that rolled, that was in the prequel. Oh, you, oh, you mean the one that... Oh, the one that's, like, uh, like floating those probe droids or... No, the one the that... The one that's, like, the little, the little, like, little black Tonka trucks that are, like, ro- like rolling around on bases. Yeah, like the the one that was the, the one that was in the prequels and the first one, the Phantom Menace, and then the the one with the shields, and then it rolled, and then it pops up. Oh, and, do, uh, you oh, mean uh, Jordicas? Yeah, Jordicas. Yeah, yeah, those ones. So he's fighting that one, and then all the stormtroopers. Um, then when he reflected onto the glass, like he was holding the the water in um, with the force, <laughs> I thought that was kind of nice. Um, but then. When the, you know he tries to, when it comes out, it's like a scene at the day after tomorrow where he was running uh, from the water. You know what I mean? Which was <laughs> it, it was ridiculous. Like you remember that scene in uh, the day after tomorrow where he outruns the cold. Yeah. Um, you know yeah. what I mean? I got it pulled that up was, here. That, that was like the one moment that th- this episode isn't good, but that was the one moment I was rolling my eyes. Like yeah, Come on. like they like the scene of day after tomorrow where they out, they're out running the cold and all they gotta do is close the door and the cold stops. <laughs> yeah. Like come on, man. They're trying to they're trying to outrun the cold like the fucking uh, uh the, like the Evil Dead. Yeah. Right. Uh, also, to add to it, him holding back the water. What's the lo- How much is his connection to the Force really? So mm-hmm. at one point he can barely lift the kid, can't even do it. But now all of a sudden, oh, I can stop a bunch of water coming through there that will require quite a significant mm-hmm. amount of force. He can yeah, also, I can't yeah, fight no- worth shit at all. But then I can John Wick it if I really need to. Mm. It's well, inconsistent. He fighting, well, he was fighting Vader, who, one, he's terrified of. Two, he's not really trying to win at that point. He's just trying to buy time for Leia to escape. And three, he's also rusty. And these are, like, just normal stormtroopers right but also secondarily he shouldn't even be this rusty if his whole like i brought this up in the last last podcast if his whole point of a character is i'm going to protect luke and protect the legacy to fit in with his character he would have never gotten this rusty he would have still kept his lightsaber in in secret he just would have been low using the force but he still would have been connected with it you can still be connected with the force and still not be completely seen Uh, well well, also, just because you, you've set out to do something and, and protect Luke, even the conversations that he's had with Owen, he's like, no, fuck off, Ben. Yeah, and but also... Those... kind of, like, losing his way. I don't... I, I don't know. I just think this whole show should have been... This whole show is against what the, uh, the character represents. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan Kenobi is the poster child for the Jedi of Jedi perseverance. Of Even in the face of... Um, ultimate darkness he still stands tall i mean even even in a children's show with uh with uh jedi with star wars mm-hmm. Je- uh, sorry rebels 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the scene with him, I mean, this is years later, but even that still felt far more in character with this character here. And I know the excuse, oh, he's younger. <clears throat> I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I'm like, oh, in this meantime, between this moment and here, he was a complete and utter broken man and, and didn't, do sh- didn't do shit, which doesn't fit at all with this. He's even talking to Maul and saying, like, look how far I've risen above. Look how far it's this. It's all about perseverance. If anything, yeah, like, his character should have been more relaxed. It should have been... True. I I agree, but also mm-hmm. there is that, that thing of you can't rise until you've fallen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He could uh, still be like he could still maintain that and still maintain a character, yeah. but whatever. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. I, I think a dusk's like big thing is how how different this is from from the character Obi Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. How much it does break canon. Me, I'm not mm-hmm. precious about canon as mm-hmm. long as you're telling like a good cohesive story and doing something interesting mm-hmm. with this world that I like. Then, then I'm more or less. As long as it's as long as it's engaging, as long as I feel something when I'm on, I'm good. Yeah, I my own thing with and that for the is the first three episodes I was. Um, my own thing with that is it's not the character that we've seen in other stuff mm-hmm. because obviously of what happened after the events of Revenge of the Sith, and then it's not mm-hmm. him immediately after that, and we're going into you see a new hope. So it's it's that time period of there in between of what we see of that character. So it's not I don't think him just being this kind of maybe this kind of disheveled or broken individual is really breaking canon of what we know it can so the idea of him not being at his peak is fine i don't have a problem with that aspect of it that's fine well he he's can be like, in a weakened state he's also got like 10 years until a new home. yeah yeah i'm fine with him like but there should be a letter of a, a level of measurement and character consistency mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit that he does that I'm like that's 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 the dark side. That, that that's like something you wouldn't have done. Or that's this. You, you you can still be on a level that's a okay. All right, mm. I won't use this. I won't do this. To me, it would have been a much more interesting story. Was even in his weakened state, he still finds a way to persevere and still finds a way to actually continue with the Jedi perspective, even as even in dark times. That's a much more interesting story. And it's not really oh, doing this here. Well, we have two more episodes to go. So oh wow! In two episodes, they they're really gonna figure it out. But I'm saying, isn't that what he's doing now? Where he's get, getting called into action, the hero's journey, the hero's story mm. of getting back. Not in, not, this, uh, of when yeah, you say that's Leia. that's how that's, that's more or less how I'm reading the show. This is we're introduced to Obi Wan at his lowest, and this is his journey to. Be, this is part of his journey to become mm. the Alec Guinness version that we see in A New Hope. Mm. Mm. Um. Yeah, uh, I mean that's just kind of kind of my thoughts on it. Uh, but I just thought that was <laughs> funny him running away from that tidal wave and no water got through. And also, <laughs> and then also as as young of a guy as Ewan McGregor looks, who looks fantastic. He's fifty one years old. You know, looks fantastic. He did that old <laughs> man shuffle run when he's running away from that tidal wave. I was like, jeez. You know, hey, hey, Ewan McGregor. He is a he is a good looking man. He's kept in shape, but he's not in Tom. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, yeah, Tom Cruise. He's still running his ass off. Yeah, but I, yeah, Hugh McGregor needs to do some more stretching. He needs to do some, yeah, more, more, more stretching. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, know, uh, I don't know, do some like stretching, some hot yoga. Yeah, hot yoga. Yeah. Um, yeah listen, this episode was a big, big disappointment uh, for me. Yeah, uh, this, this for me, it's, it's kind of like when you're watching like Stranger Things two. And you get that entire episode that 
that they literally stop the story and catch up on what Eleven's been up to. How mm. that kind of just took all of the momentum out of the series. Mm. Yeah. Depending on how the next two episodes go, that's how I feel about this episode. Yeah. Um, and Bradley Martin, um, to his point, I saw his comment there. Um, something that uh, maybe it would you know comment that goes back to what Dust was saying. Um, how do you forget to be the master of something? Um, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't think. I mean, I think it's supposed to be. He hasn't been doing it in the like the nine years, ten years since there been since there was Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, he's just been like hiding and and trying to survive. Yeah, where I, I just. I agree with the comment. I said, where do you forget to be the master of something? That's fine with him. Like, I haven't used it for a while. But there should be, like, in a moment of elation when he uses the Force or when he's reconnected with it. Every time he's... They treat him like he's a coward. Every single thing he does is cowardly and out of character. There should be, moments, like, moments of elation. He's being reconnected with the Force. He's finding himself again. There should be, like, a, a very, like, hopeful, warm feeling... And in this, it's just a bunch of like nonsense as we keep going to location, location, and characters be taken over and, and plot twists that just happen for reasons. Oh, yeah. Like, you see uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if they, because I think they are going to bring, like, Qui-Gon Jinn, Liam Neeson. It would make sense mm. to bring him back. So, because I know at the end of Revenge of the Sith, Yoda was saying that he was going to teach him how to actually communicate you know, with the Force Ghost and everything mm-hmm, like yeah. that. So, it was... Yeah, wanted... which, uh, which uh, they have, like, moments in uh, in some of the novelizations of the films where he actually does. Mm-hmm. So, I suspect that they're going to do that. Uh, I mean, if Liam Neeson can do Taken 8, you know, he can come in real quick and do, you know, <laughs> a quick little cameo. If, and... he can, if, he can show up in, if he can show up in Atlanta and lampshade the controversy that he that he was involved in and actually like you know hopefully irl come away with a lesson from it he can show up for like some a couple hours in a voice booth yeah i i mean i think you know he's gonna give him the pep talk you know what i mean of you know get your shit together you know what i mean blah 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 and then you know that's gonna really help re you know revitalize him and rejuvenize him and everything like that um and help him kind of go back to being you know more active you know stop being a hermit you know stop Mm -hmm. being you know what i mean Uh, you know help maybe you know take part in the rebellion or forming the rebellion in a way um to get back to fighting and get back to that perseverance that dusk was talking about um yeah um vader in this you see vader a little bit in this episode um i did like him coming in um that that nice he kind of came in with that that he was stomping mad he came in and he was <laughs> you, you ever see those videos of that like bodybuilder like stalking his clients at fast food places and just kicking the food out of their hands? He was coming with that same energy. Uh, I mean, he just the way it was. I mean, he was walking and stuff. You could just feel those boots on the ground, and then he just <laughs> you could came. Feel that. Yeah, I mean, you know, and the way he kind of came in there. Um, I thought that was kind of okay. I thought that was fine. Um, again, I mean. That was still not all that much exciting for her to say. Like it would have been maybe more exciting if he did kill her, um, if he did kill kind of uh, Reva mm-hmm. in this, um, and also her saying that she had put the tracker on her again. That's what we talked about. Like that moment, that seemed like that's what this episode was building to. Like just putting a tracker and then yeah. them maybe finding these other rebellion hideouts and everything. She literally could have, she literally could have captured Leia in that tunnel 
knocked her out, put a little tracker in the thing, and then just mysteriously let her go. Yeah. And then mm. just been like, and that's it. And she's like, uh, and like, or she's like, you know, had her, and then something happens and they escape. She's like, you let them escape. And she's just like, no. Yeah. And she doesn't tell anyone. And then when Vader's pissed and he's, he just goes, yeah, put then, a tracker on her. Yeah. But, yeah, but we're, we're I try not to do this with, uh, with shows where I try to like mm. have my own version of it where that happens. And then this episode is very much the flashbacks yeah. of the clone wars and what he was up to during this and why he's been so broken. And then you get the Liam Neeson cameo and fifth and sixth episode, you get Kenobi back. Yeah. He's back, baby. Yeah. It would be mm. nice. Cause I think the prequels did a poor job. You know, if you did a flashback mm. of establishing, cause it, yeah, the, movie... yeah, the, the yeah, the prequel films, they did a poor job of characterization. The best versions of all of these characters, of Anakin Skywalker, of... they come from stuff in the Clone Wars animation. Yeah. yeah. You see the brotherhood and the friendship there that, you know, that mm. was spoken about um, in that stuff. You, you feel the genuine bond. You feel add more depth to Obi-Wan with his connection with uh, Duchess Satine. Yeah. And uh, how, at one point in his life, he was tempted to leave the... Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you see better kind of characterization there. Um, yeah, and, and for this to be two more episodes left, I mean, you gotta really be pulling something out of your ass that's phenomenal. You gotta... To it's a it. big ask. Which, um, if we're being honest, most of the shows on Disney Plus haven't really been to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, we talked about this with Moon Knight, where yeah. that ended... We talked about with this, uh, to an extent, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, with WandaVision, with all those MCU Disney shows. Even the Book of Boba Fett, that was like the worst example. It was. I think Book of Boba Fett was just bad all around. I mean, from episode one. It was. (laughs) It didn't get good. It didn't, it wasn't good until like episode five and where Boba Fett and then when the Mandalorian showed, yeah, it wasn't even his show. It, like that was somebody else's show. Yeah, Daddy. Yeah, it was like they called Daddy had to come and save your show. Yeah. You know what? It's like Nick. I remember sitting right here, we talking about Book of Boba Fett, and you, you and I both agreeing that like, man, it's like episode two or three, and I don't know what they're doing. I, like, <laughs> I don't even know if I can keep watching this. There's nothing. Nothing is happening. <laughs> was, I've never seen this before. The episode four came and I was about to quit. We did. We both of us we were like, "Yeah, man, just call us when the series. We'll just watch it when the series is over." Yeah, but then, but then, uh, Din Djarin put on his chrome helmet, put on Return of the Mac, and said, "He did. Okay, I'm back." Yeah, yeah. he's like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Return of the this. Mac. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, at that point, it wasn't even his show anymore. Um, and then with the ending of this episode, like I said, with the last minute save that you knew was going to happen, and they try to add something in there where, like, this pilot who dies, it's like, I didn't even know that guy. I didn't even know who his name was. So I'm like, why, why would I really? It was like, did you have a, it was like, motherfucker, did you have a single line of dialogue where you, like, showed up on, like, barely out of focus of your face and this speeder? Yeah, I I just was like that was supposed to be. They might as they might as well have had a scene like at that base camp of, ah, I can't wait to retire in like three days. Yeah, I I mean because it was just kind of like well, hold or hold like a hologram of his wife. <laughs> oh lord, yeah. You know I'm surprised that uh, I would have like you know as much as people hate Zach Brick Zach Graff, 
I'm surprised mm-hmm. that his like the puppet thing that he was talk as a uh, talking through didn't get like get repeatedly stabbed last episode. He just knocked him <laughs> out. Like he was just like Obi Wan was just like, <laughs> like repeatedly stabbed. It was it was so uh, interesting to see bootlickers and fucking Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, hey Nick, uh, it cuts your camera Yo, on. Yeah, camera. Yeah, on and off again. Oh, uh, something's wrong with. Oh shit. Uh, you got you. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. fascinating to see like the Blue Lives Matter crowd in in oh. fucking Star Wars. I mean, to be fair, that's actually quite that's quite common in the Star Wars universe. Even in mm-hmm. the original trilogy, Luke was going in for the Academy. He wanted to be part of the Academy mm-hmm. for the Empire. He wanted to fly for the Empire. Yeah. Mm. Like yeah. he even mentions it, like but we're gonna get out there to the like for the Academy, you know. That yeah, was, was going to be for yeah. Han, yeah, Han Solo, Solo. He joined. He yeah. did. Even in actual canon, he <laughs> did join the Empire. He flew for the Academy for it as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah but moving back to Kenobi, yeah. um, week episode four kind of takes most of the momentum out of the series, but mm-hmm. hopefully it turns around because... At- what the hell? Oh, God. You got something coming, Nick. Um, yeah, and yeah, I, I'd say... the And also the most moment people are kind of roasting yeah. the show for is when they escape and Leia's kind of under him. And like in this code and trying to <laughs> yeah, that's right. It uh, that was embarrassing. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me uh, of that scene from Austin Powers Gold Member when it's like uh, oh, uh, Austin Powers is on top of Vern Troyer, and they're just oh. walking around, and it's like it so reminded me of that scene, and they're trying to hide. You know when he goes in, and I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like nobody sees this. Like yeah, you don't see. It's like, like the little rascals. Yeah, it's like how are dressing you, up as like a trench coat. A, a trench coat. It's like, how are you not seeing this? How are you not noticing this guy that is clearly not supposed to be there? He looks. He's got a beard. He looks homeless. Uh, yeah. You know, you especially next to this other person yeah. who is perfectly I got know. nice tailored. You know, outfit. You know. Uh, 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 oh, were you guys talking about the fucking little rascals? Scene? Yes, we were. Yeah, we we're talking about the little rascals. <laughs> That I was like, uh, like oh god! I want, if there was a dude, I want to like this show, but you keep doing this dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. you know what would have been a great little uh, thing if they were if there was a stormtrooper who just like looked over and they saw hey, this happening. No, not even yeah, that. If he actually just said, and like the other stormtrooper was like, "What?" And he goes, "Maybe it's just a drill." Yeah, <laughs> that actually would have been a nice little reference to be like, maybe maybe it's just a drill. It I don't know. We're just like have uh, that like last Airbender moment of. Yeah, Captain ordered all the crew to celebrate someone's birthday. It yeah. would have it would have made more sense if like there was an explosion, everybody was running around, and you could say oh, they yeah. were paying the one paying attention. But it's clearly there's none. The they're on high alert. The alarm is going off. So how do you not fucking see this? I was like, Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous, man. Um, yeah, yeah. So terrible episode. Terrible, terrible episode. Yeah. Uh, all the way around. Um, all the way around, sir. Yeah, um, do you think the show can w- win you back? Last two episodes? No, no, no way. Even if the last two episodes, no. you don't think there's any way they're phenomenal? If all right, this is a big if. If they somehow, uh, I mean, already they're it's already kind of really bad canon wise. If they somehow wipe out Leia's memory, and he has a genuinely interesting fight with Vader. And we see a little bit of Hayden Christensen, and 
he kind of gets a little bit of his mojo back and we see him as he's like rising above then i'm like okay cool this this show wasn't worth it but at least that's that i got to see this moment and i can just take it away as a well that was a nice what if but i mean at this point i don't think this show is even going to give me that yeah well, I don't know. I mean, there's rumors about a season two, I think. Yeah, oh, God. There's rumors about it. Um, yeah. How much more crap can they keep pumping out? Well, the Andor it's like show. A machine. Andor show's coming. Um, oh, God. It's coming. Um, he's, uh, but he's, he did. Yeah. He did. He's dead. But, hey, they're doing a show about him, making it a prequel. Um, yeah, so that's back. Uh, they're doing a Ahsoka show. That's going to be there. That's coming. Uh, so yeah. Are you... I had hope for a Kenobi show, so I'm not going to have any hope for an Ahsoka show. Mm. Uh. Well, Admiral Thrawn, your, your guy, he's going to be in it. You know what? Good. Like, Admiral Thrawn is awesome, so we'll see how they fuck it up. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was, uh, that was Kenobi. That was our thoughts on Kenobi, episode four.